0: The most magnetic version of you is the one that's coming from within. It's not a carbon copy or a reflection or some sculpted version of what everyone's telling you you should be. If you're not being your true self, if you are copying someone else, you're or you're imit you're um, creating an image to to that you think you need to create in order to sell what you want to sell. It may be successful initially, but I think people are so attuned to lack of authenticity.
2: Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the IMCO podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Lindsay Roselle of LindsayRoselle.com. Lindsay, excited to have you on the show.
0: Thank you. Thanks for being uh, for having me. I'm excited too.
2: Yeah, definitely excited to hear about all the awesome things that you're doing. And of course, before I jumped into the interview, I want to read a little bit more about Lindsay so you can hear about all these awesome things that she's been working on. And Lindsay is a growth and performance coach for high achieving women. Her mission is to help entrepreneurial women fill alignment between their ambition to succeed and their devotion to motherhood through expert growth and performance coaching focused on inner work, mindset, mastery, and business strategy. She believes in knowing yourself first, building mental resilience through consistency and the power of personal alignment to create business scale. Lindsay, excited to have you on the show. Always excited to have another podcaster. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community?
0: Yes, super excited.
2: Well, let's get it started then. So to kind of kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story.
0: Yeah, so I I spent about 10 years in the corporate world after I graduated from college. I worked in energy, uh, traveled all over the world. I was in business development. So I, most of my 20s and early 30s were spent kind of in hustle mode in the corporate world, trying to climb a ladder. Uh, and I, I think I did that kind of unconsciously. Like I graduated from college and I thought, I need to get a job and I need to keep climbing. You know, I need to keep striving for more. So I really felt my ambition you know, through my teenage years in through my 20s Uh, And and then into my early 30s, I started to realize like I'm traveling so much. I'm in this management position in a big, you know, huge 150,000 person company, and I can't maintain relationships. I don't like. I want to be a mom, but I'm not able to date because I was traveling so much, and and just started to feel like the glass ceiling effect, and and a lot of other factors that play in the corporate world, where I just felt like I wasn't going to find my passion, my meaning there. Uh, So I left that in 2014 and went into entrepreneurship. And I've had a lot of different businesses in the last eight years. Um, And many were successful, some were not, then COVID happened, you know. um, And in, uh, so I I had my first child in 2017. And I kept going through this uh, entrepreneurial hustle, just like I was in the corporate hustle, just a different version of it, where it's like, I want to do more, I have all these ideas, I have so much ambition, every idea I have, I want to pursue. Um, but now I have a little baby. And then two years later in 2019, I had a second child. And and the, as soon as I had two kids, it became very, very apparent very quickly that I was not going to be able to work at the pace I used to work or with that kind of like, quote unquote, hustle that I used to have where I could just gut something out, you know, like I have an idea, I could stay up for three days and just get it done. It's like that's, that's not how it works anymore. And so I started to kind of have this reckoning and then 2020 hits. And of course, that threw every working mom, ambitious mom, through through for a loop because we were facing no childcare, no daycare, no ability to like take the kids to a friend's house even for a long time. Um, and and I felt the same way, where it just caused this major major uh, clearing in my life of how do I balance my desire to succeed, all this ambition I feel, and how much I want to work and I want to be in my businesses and grow, and how much I love being a mom and how much I love my kids and I want to spend time with them. And I don't want to have, you know, round the clock childcare where I'm the person who just sees them at bedtime and and for 30 minutes in the morning. Um, and as I started to do my own personal inner work, trying to figure that stuff out and, and what did I really want to pursue? What was a priority? And I started talking about it more. A lot of my business coaching and strategy clients uh, who are also moms started to be like, Yeah, like I feel that way too, you know, and and this like undercurrent of the mom world, the the successful mom world of of so many of us being told like ambition is go chase the ambition. Like the kids, that's not the it's not cool to like be a mom. Um, and a lot of us, especially after COVID, we're like, actually, I really like being around my kids all day. I like working from home. I like seeing them, but I also like to work. And uh, so that really has opened my eyes and and put me on this mission in the last year or so around looking at taking a, a, an ambitious, successful woman who's already made it in a way, you know, already had some success in a career or a business and is now a mother going, man, it does not feel the same. It doesn't feel as easy as it used to. It doesn't feel as fulfilling as it used to. Um, what do I do now? And that's really where I pick up and, and my podcast comes in and all of my coaching work. Cause it's like, I, I haven't found that many people who get it for even my own community, you know, and, uh, and if I can't find them, then that means there's a need in the market. So that's what I do now.
2: Nice. Well, I I appreciate you, you know, having that authenticity and sharing, you know, that journey. And, and, you know, I I think when I read your bio and even hearing you now, like I I thought really much a lot about, um, kind of like the abundant mentality where it seems like so many times in life you hear yet you have to choose either, or it doesn't Mm -hmm. become both. It doesn't become like, how do I create, you know, that opportunity to be, you know, successful and also be able to, to be a successful parent. It it seems like you, you have to do this or you have to do that, but there's no both. So I almost feel like you, Um, you know you always hear this phrase scratching your own itch and when you're able to scratch your own itch you realize like you said so well there's so many other people that want to also scratch that exact same itch and and it seems like your community has been able to grow from that
0: yeah exactly yeah, if if you can't find it, build it, you know. So Yeah,
2: absolutely. I love that. And um, so I, I wanted to drill down a little bit more. I know we touched a little bit on how you're working with your clients. So I wanted to hear a little bit more about, you know, the scratching that is what exactly you're doing to kind of make that impact in your podcast and the the services and, and products that you have.
0: Yeah. So that's evolved a lot. Um, and and there's some new stuff coming, but the um the primary way I work with people is one-on-one and that's my favorite way of doing it. It's just high level one-on-one coaching. Um, I'm also now evolving some of that because what I'm finding is a lot of my one-on-one people are so far into what I call the mother load. Like the mental load that they're carrying is so overwhelming that they almost need somebody to come in and do some of it for them. So I coach them through a lot of it and I'm like, okay, you got to go take action on this thing you got to make this schedule you got to put this this like organization system in place and then they're they're just paralyzed because they're still the person who has to do all of that so we're we're working on building an offer that's like a done for you I call it like a home edit uh for your mental load so if you've seen the Netflix show home edit where they they come in and they organize your pantry or they organize your your closet it's kind of like that so so I would come in with a team and we would take everything that's on your mind and figure out how to get it organized and and less overwhelming. Um, so it's kind of a mix of coaching and consulting in that sense. Um, and then we're building a, a lower level, like group coaching mastermind that has a lot of the same structures, but it's more done with you DIY kind of style where you get, you get some structure, you get some support, but you would have to implement it yourself. Um, and then gosh, a whole host of like, events and all kinds of stuff that I I I feel like will come in the next year or two um, that we're just building uh, the frameworks for now, and all of it's based on yeah the podcast as as kind of the main entry point to learn my philosophies and to to be part of the community. And the podcast is called Motherload, so it's the you know really tracking that idea of the mental load of motherhood and and how much we carry and like the the play on words is there, too, that the mother you really have hit the mother load if you if you feel like you can pursue your your desire to succeed and still show up as the mom you want to be. I think that's the mother load for a lot of us. It's like striking gold, and it feels that hard <laughs> to do. you know? so my my goal is to to not only uh, make make women like me feel less alone in, in that pursuit, but also to build tools and build templates and build support to make it really implementable in your life so yeah
2: awesome 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 so what would you consider to be what I like to call your secret sauce and you might have already touched on this but this could be for yourself your organization your podcast but what do you feel kind of is the thing that sets you apart and makes you unique
0: yeah I mean I think working with me personally and and the podcast and everything I uh, my whole approach is very uh real and authentic and, and you know I'm I'm here for all of it and I don't I've been a coach for so long now that I've seen so many trends pass with different, you know, structures and different tactics and sales tactics and neuro-linguistic programming and all these things. And I'm like, you know what? I, I think the thing that works is to be real with someone and for them to really feel safe working with you and that you get them and that they're not going to say something that you're going to disagree with or be shocked by. Um, and especially, you know, successful moms, it's like, we've gotten this far, like, you know, you don't need another coach, you don't need another person to tell you you need to be sending out emails and posting on social media regularly, you know that what you need is somebody to say, hey, I get that daycare's closed today. And that means that you might not get your reel done. And that's okay. And maybe what we need to do is put a system in place where you can batch record a few of them. So if you aren't willing to go look at yourself deeply, and <laughs> go and do the work within I say, I that's what I call it. Uh, you're not willing to do the work within, then there's no point in doing any of this external work. It's not going to get any better. You're never going to overcome a lack of that self understanding by doing strategy better. So uh, that's the, that's really the underpinning of all of all my work.
2: I love that. Again, you've been able to kind of, you know, see that, but in true entrepreneurial form, create something, you know, around that as well too. So I wanted to um, switch gears a little bit. And I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. And you might have already touched mm-hmm. on this, but it could be like an app, a book, or even a habit that you have. What's something that makes you more effective and efficient?
0: I think the thing that I've been the most consistent with that has been the biggest game changer is a journaling practice. Uh, and I do it every morning, uh, even if my kids are already awake. I try to do it, you know, before they're awake so that I can pu- have uninterrupted focus. It's not always the thing. Um, and of all the morning routine things that I sometimes do. That's the one that I absolutely do every day. And uh, it is so important for me to just clear out um, huge, huge game changer, I think, in um, knowing yourself more deeply, and then using what you know about yourself to sell whatever it is you need to sell.
2: Yeah, absolutely. What would you consider to be what I like to call a CEO nugget? So this is a little bit more word of wisdom or piece of advice. Um, I like to say it might be something you would tell your favorite client, or if you have to do a time machine, you might tell your younger business self.
0: Stop imitating other people, um, and to to be less externally focused. Um, I think that social media has has really such a double edged sword. Of there's so much inspiration out there, and there's so much education, and there's people that are further ahead of you that you can be inspired by and learn from. But it's also got this very dark side of comparison and um, imposter syndrome and, you know, unworthiness where you see other people having more success than you that are, you know, less far along or less qualified or all these judgments you might make. And it, that can become so demoralizing and so demotivating. The, the The most magnetic version of you is the one that's Coming from within, it's not a carbon copy or a reflection or some sculpted version of what everyone's telling you you should be. If you're not being your true self, if you are copying someone else you're, or you're, imi- you're um, creating an image to, to, that you think you need to create in order to sell what you want to sell, it may be successful initially, but I think people are so attuned to lack of authenticity that eventually people will see through that. And that will cause a bigger problem for in all ways down the road. So I'm like, instead of chasing speed or bigness, chase, like find authenticity, find realness. It may feel slower because it's gonna take longer for people to warm up to your particular flavor, but then you'll have longevity. Like you'll, your your community will come and they will love you for you and they will stay and they will be loyal customers. That's it. And And that is really, really hard to unwind in people, especially if they've built up an image that's all kind of constructed based on external feedback. So
2: yeah, I love that. so now I want to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. We're open out different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So Lindsay, what does being a CEO mean to you?
0: You've got to be comfortable in the the discomfort. like it you have to be willing to be, the leader when it gets dark and it gets cold and it gets scary um you also have to be willing to be the leader and still show up just as as intensely and and consistently when things are really good and maybe they, people don't need your leadership so much um and and i think the the thing i learned from a ceo mentor of mine years ago and he said i was like what do you do like you're a ceo of a big he was the ceo of like the a division of the big company i worked for and i was like what do you do all day you know like you still have to like answer emails and make PowerPoints. And and he's like, no, I make decisions. And I was like, oh, damn. And I (laughs) sat with that a little bit. And I was like, that's what a CEO does. Like, you have to be so comfortable making hard decisions every single day.
2: Awesome. 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 Well, Lindsay, truly appreciate that definition. Of course, I appreciate your time even more. So what I want to do now is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best people can get a hold of you, find out about your podcast and all the awesome things that you're working on.
0: Yeah. The the podcast is called Motherload. So uh, if you Google or, uh, you know, any podcasting platform, it's Motherload podcast. If you type that in, it should pop up. You'll see my face. Um, It's like black and purple. Um, and then, uh, it's at motherload.pod on Instagram and I'm just at Lindsay Roselle. So any of those are great. And I love DMs. Like I will talk about this. Please DM me. (laughs) Um, I, I, love to hear the stories, um, from people that get it and that have questions and who even have insights that, that I haven't thought of. So please reach out.
2: Yes, absolutely. I appreciate that, Lindsay. And, and to make it even easier, we'll have the links and information in the show notes as well, too, so that everybody can reach out. And I hope you have a great day.
1: Thank you. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. This has been the IM CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.